This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time. Your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. When we first moved into our RV and started traveling the country, we initially were mainly interested in national parks specifically, uh, meaning places like the Everglades, Badlands, and even Carlsbad Caverns. Yeah, and there's actually a lot of confusion and blurred lines when it comes to national parks, because even though there are currently only 61 technical national parks, the National Park Service oversees more than 400 units across the country. This includes national recreation areas, national preserves, national seashores, national monuments, national military parks, etc., Yeah, it really shows the depth and diversity of America's national park system. There's just so much more to see and learn about on our travels than just the the highlights of national parks. Exactly, yes. And speaking of national military parks, today's episode is our first one highlighting a National Park Service unit that isn't a technical national park. But Gettysburg National Military Park is no less amazing. It's kind of that place that every student in America learns about growing up and maybe even visits, Uh, especially from a historical perspective. It's one of the biggest bucket list destinations in the country. I would completely agree with that. And I'm really glad we're talking about Gettysburg today and that we visited this amazing place. It was a real eye-opener, I think, for both of us and hopefully for other National Park enthusiasts everywhere, too. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Brad. This is the Parklandia podcast from iHeartRadio. We packed up our loft in Chicago, moved into an RV, and now we're traveling the country full-time with our dog, Finn, exploring America's National Park. And today we're talking about Gettysburg National Military Park. Ever since learning about Gettysburg in school, probably junior high time for me, I had always been fascinated by it. And I've always wanted to visit. The Civil War in particular was always like one of the most endlessly interesting history subjects for me. Yes. You know, I think that Gettysburg has just been one of those parts that like inspired me to join the Marines. I mean. Wow. Huge. Finding out about that history growing up. um, It it just, it was inspiring in my history classes. Mm -hmm. You know, It's huge. It's a very, very significant area. 
event, military park, the Civil War, obviously, in general. But Gettysburg, I feel like, like exemplifies such a pivotal moment for that war and for America in general. So it was always really fascinating to learn about it and always one of these places that's so iconic and that I had been dying to visit, but it was kind of... On the back burner, right? Yeah, kind of on the back burner, kind of out of the way. It's not, there's no like, it's not in a major city. You can't easily fly in and out of it. So this is a prime example of how the RV just makes it so accessible and easy and how we're able to enjoy it fully in our own way. Yeah, it's really about enjoying the in-between when you're in the RV and you're getting to explore all these uh, different elements of the United States other than the big totally. highlights, like the big cities, the big national parks, yeah, the there's big so much. oceans, the big right. beaches. You know, we get to see so much more beauty mm-hmm. of our country. Everything else, yes. And I was really excited when you told me we were going here because I didn't know about it. We hadn't really talked about it. Mm-hmm. Seriously, anyway, yeah. uh, it was a total surprise for me. And I was flying back into Balt- the Baltimore airport. I think I was in Ch- uh, like I was in Chicago for like a week yep. or so, and then like the day before I was flying into Baltimore, where you were going to pick me up, you texted me to tell me that you reserved an RV site near Gettysburg for a week, and I was like, "Oh, amazing! Wow!" Didn't yeah, it was right was in between me. some work events for myself, and I was traveling up and down the East Coast doing these um, Sugarloaf craft events, selling uh, barrel-aged maple syrups, mm-hmm. and Matt was meeting me after I spent a work uh, week in Maryland, um, right near Baltimore, and since I had a couple of weeks off between events, I thought it was the perfect opportunity to drive up and spend some time exploring a different part of Pennsylvania that neither of us have really seen. Yeah, Pennsylvania in general was a state that I had very little experience with. And I think you're the same way prior to this event series. Sugarloaf was great. I'm glad that you did that because it, the way it was formatted was really nice. Like you would do events for a few days and then have a week or sometimes even two weeks between so that we could explore like Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Baltimore, all these places that neither of us had really any experience with. So that yeah. was great. No, and that was really nice. Yeah. So in this instance, I was especially excited because not only is Gettysburg in this area of Pennsylvania kind of like south central, not quite central, it's more eastern, but not only is Gettysburg there, but also Hershey, Pennsylvania, mm, yes. another place that's been on my personal bucket list for entirely different reasons than Gettysburg, of course, but both places that I'm like, I've always wanted to go here, but I've never fully researched how to make it happen or like why I would do this on my own, I guess. So I'm glad it worked out this way. Yeah, Gettysburg and Hersey's are about as opposite you can get. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but they're conveniently close together as long as you stay somewhere in the middle like we did, um, a called town York. Yeah, right. Yeah, York was very, it was good, a good, like, happy medium and made both locations very accessible. And ultimately, it was really good. But I remember when we were staying in York and, like, pulling out to the RV park, me being such an anxious, restless person, I was initially kind of worried that I'd get bored here or antsy for like a week, knowing full well that we're going to be here for a week. And I had been accustomed to these like larger than life national parks with endless hiking opportunities. So I'm like, what am I going to do? Yeah, that's true. You can get really antsy mm-hmm. really quick. And um, especially if you're like stuck and you can't venture off on your yeah, own. I remember I you trying to take that bike. Oh, <laughs> never again. It's a, a single speed bike um, it almost killed built me. for the city mm-hmm. is my bike. And yeah. Not like, for hills. Literally. I was in a lot of pain. I tried, I researched and I found this like hiking trail. Most, most kind of, it used to be like a railroad track. Now it's a trail through the woods, which is really pretty. But it was like six or seven miles from where we were staying. And I was like, maybe I'll just take your bike. Big mistake. 
that, huge. Yeah, that <laughs> bike was not meant for hills. I thought my legs were going to light on fire and my muscles were going to melt. It you was, were drenched when you got back to the RV. Oh, awful, because, like, I love hiking and I hike a lot, but biking is just, I'm using different leg mus- muscles that I'm not accustomed to, and it, like, drains the life out of me. And then I remember getting to that trail, and I'm like, well, I'm already pretty much dead, so how am I going to go for a hike now? Um, but it, whatever, I'm here now, so clearly right. it worked out. And I remember during this week, like in between our Gettysburg days and stuff, I remember distracting myself by listening to the Beyonce Homecoming live album that had just come out. I think it came out like the week we were here. So I would literally just like walk around the side roads. And even like there was a, essentially a freeway that I would walk on the side of because I was determined to just go for walks. Yeah. And here I was walking on like the shoulder of a highway, essentially, just Zoned out listening to the Homecoming album with earbuds in. And I, it was it was great. I mean, it kind of worked out, I guess. Yeah, thank God we had, like, Beyonce to help save you from yeah. your boredom. It, she always helps, yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, we also saved a day that week to drive out to Gettysburg, um, of course. And of course. Which is about 45 minutes southwest of where we were staying in York, an easy drive, especially um, if you get an early start or if you're like myself. We just, yes. like— 45 minutes feels like 10 minutes of a drive. Yeah, not bad. Very doable. And that's another thing. Getting up early and arriving early is always a good idea for us in our RV because places like Gettysburg get kind of crowded, especially this time of year. And especially considering Gettysburg has more than 1 million annual visitors. And that fact became immediately obvious when we saw the parking lot later that afternoon. It was at capacity. So, thankfully, we arrived when we did. Yeah, and because we're driving in that RV, we can't afford to delay our travels and run out of parking spaces. Even if they do have RV designated, Yeah, it's easy for things like this to be taken Mm -hmm. up um, because we need the room. Yeah, we need 26 feet of um, parking space. And, like, national parks in places like Gettysburg, usually almost always have RV-designated spaces, but they're kind of few and far between compared to car spaces. So, And sometimes cars park in and them, And sometimes cars park really in them, which is like, what but. are you doing? This is not for you. <laughs> oh, gosh. But, oh, well. Yeah. That happens. It happens. We may, It worked out for us, anyway. Museum. And fortunately, we got there in the morning and were able to make a beeline for the visitor center, which was... Absolutely beautiful. It really was. I mean, it was just massive. I mean, a modern facility, it doubled as a museum and a theater, and, you know, it even had a couple cafes. I mean, there's just a lot here, and uh, there was plenty of helpful rangers to give you ideas for Mm -hmm. where to go, what to do, who to see. It was very well-staffed, yeah, and just huge and pristine, very contemporary. And don't forget about the Abe Lincoln statue out front. That was so cool, and apparently a very popular spot for photos, unsurprisingly. Also, another reason to get there early, because that was a that Abe Lincoln statue was like a mosh pit later in the afternoon. Yeah, no, we definitely had to snap a selfie with Abe before getting uh, too crowded. Right, right. And then kind of tying it back to the Beyonce thing, I remember posting that photo to Facebook with a caption, you, me, and Abe, and I captioned it saying, the Destiny's Child of Gettysburg. It was a big... <laughs> Big hit on social media. Everyone loved it. That was huge. That was really awesome. I don't think we ever, like, talked about who uh, we would be in each, uh, you know, Destiny Childs member. Mm -hmm. Okay, well. Obviously, Abe is Beyonce. Yeah, I think that's clear. As much as I'm jealous of that, Abe would be Beyonce, front and center. And then, no offense, but I think I'm probably Kelly. There's no offense taken. I'm totally Michelle in this. 
Yeah, well, you have to own it. Michelle's underrated. I think she's great. And it's not like you're like one of the original group members who was kicked out of Destiny's Child or anything. Mm. So Anyway, anyway, we've got to give more props to the Visitor Center because yeah. it's one of the best things uh, I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Or that we've seen, really. I mean, it's actually operated by the Gettysburg Foundation, and that works with the National Park Service to educate visitors about all the different military park and Civil War history. Yeah, they do an amazing job and very thorough. And the first thing you got to do when you arrive to the Scissor Center is get in line to buy tickets, especially for the film and something called the Cyclorama. Yes, yes. yes. 100%. Yeah, because that stuff has the most likelihood of filling up. And there's only a limited amount of them per day. So I had never even heard of this Cyclorama before. So I was very intrigued. And we obviously needed to see what this was all about. Yeah, it definitely lived up to all the hype, uh, for sure. I mean, with our tickets, we had a timed entry to the film, mm-hmm. which was called A New Birth of Freedom. This was screened on a, in a large modern theater that actually reminded me of, like, a regular high-quality movie theater. And one yeah. of the cool things— it was I like think, an AMC. It was yeah, so nice. Um, Wasn't—who uh, did the voicing? Um, uh, oh, Morgan, narration? Morgan Freeman. <laughs> of, course of course he did, yeah. Like, he killed it, of course. Mm-hmm. He's always a welcome surprise. And perfect in this context, like hearing Morgan Freeman's voice talking about the Civil War in Gettysburg, it was just absolutely amazing and made it so much more emotional. Morgan Freeman's voice is the voice of America. Let's be real. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. We love you, Morgan. Mm. So, yeah, this theater was really impressive. L- like the rest of the visitor center, everything feels very new, very polished and like kind of state of the art. And this one was far more modern than the typical visitor center screening rooms we've been in. It had literally like stadium seating, very comfy chairs. And it's the type of theater that you want to spend like a couple hours in, eating gummy worms, drinking soda, or in our case, soda with air quotes, because that usually means like a a little sneaky flask that you bring in. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, this was really winky a great emoji. movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, winky emoji. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a really great movie experience. I mean, I'd be happy to sit in there all afternoon. Um, Same. That would be definitely be weird to be drinking out of a flask at a Gettysburg film. Yeah, it's not, that's not a good idea. But <laughs> I was just really into it, and it could, I could absolutely sit there for hours. I totally agree. But the movie is only about 20 minutes. It's narrated by Morgan Freeman, like we said. Fantastic surprise. The Gettysburg Visitor Center really pulled out all the stops with the A-listers on this one. Very impressive. Yeah, Morgan Freeman is like the best narrator. I could listen to him talk about anything. Literally anything. He could narrate a phone book, and I would be weeping with emotion, probably. <laughs> uh, so this uh, this movie really was a good uh, primer on the Civil War and the Battle of Gettysburg in particular, including in the... Um, the timeline of the steps that led into this iconic event. Right. So I obviously knew Gettysburg was epic and iconic, but I had kind of forgotten about a lot of the details since my junior high days, and this was a good refresher. And then even further than that, not only did it refresh, but it, like, informed me every on everything about Gettysburg. And, and like, I feel like instead of taking a whole history class in junior high, I could have just watched this 20-minute movie and got it all done in one go would have probably been more impactful. It really would have. Yeah. Yeah, It's. Uh, I mean, it's really described as the turning point in the war. I mm-hmm. mean, where the Union was finally able to turn the tables on the Confederacy and pave the way for victory of war. Yeah, so up until this point, until Gettysburg, 
Robert E. Lee was pretty much on a tear through the North. He was gaining so much momentum that the Union was struggling to keep them back. Yeah, and then there's another, like, National Park tie-in here that we learned about, too. Mm -hmm. And since Lee actually led his troops through the Shenandoah Valley on his way to Gettysburg. Right, yeah, I had no idea about that as well. That um, That was a fascinating little fact. But it does make sense geographically since the Confederate troops were heading there from Chancellorsville, Virginia. So making its way through the Shenandoah area, which was not a national park at the time. No, um, of course not. Obviously not. But his initial hopes were to keep pressing northward to add more pressure to the Union, aiming to just weaken them ultimately and then be able to succeed at Gettysburg and then hopefully make his way to Philadelphia eventually. And then on who knows what would have happened after that. Yeah, everything came to a head on July 1st of 1863. At first, it seemed like Lee might be successful since on the first day of the battle, Confederate forces defeated um, John Buford's Union forces on the northwest side of Gettysburg. Yeah, and then the next day, July 2nd, was complete mayhem. The Union formed this huge hook-shaped defensive line, and the Confederacy made a full charge right into it. There was a ton of bloody battles fought at sites like Little Round Top, Peach Orchard, and Diffle's Den, which sounds appropriately ominous, I think. Yeah, and then on July 3rd, things took a different turn. There was many losses on both sides, um, but Lee was too ambitious with his charge on the Cemetery Ridge. Um, he had more than 12,000 soldiers leading the assault, but the Union's defensive line was too strong with its rifles and artillery. Yeah, so this wound up being a huge blow to the Confederacy. So much so that Lee had to retreat back to Virginia. And altogether, there were about 50,000 soldiers killed over this three-day span on both sides, which is absolutely horrific. Yeah, it really is. And and then several months later, Lincoln visited Gettysburg for the dedication of Gettysburg National Cemetery. And uh, that's when he delivered his famous address. Fourscore and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth upon this continent a new nation, conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. Now we are engaged in a great civil war, testing whether that nation or any nation so conceived and so dedicated can long endure We are met on a great battlefield of that war. We have come to dedicate a portion of that field as a final resting place for those who here gave their lives that this nation might live. It is altogether fitting and proper that we should do this. But in a larger sense, we cannot dedicate, we cannot consecrate, We cannot hallow this ground. The brave men, living and dead, who struggled here have consecrated it far above our poor power to add or detract. The world will little note nor long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. It is for us, the living, rather, to be dedicated here to the unfinished work which they who fought here have thus far so nobly advanced. It is rather for us to be here dedicated to the great task remaining before us, that from these honored dead we take increased devotion to that cause for which they gave the last full measure of devotion 
that we here highly resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom, and that government of the people, by the people, for the people, shall not perish from this earth. Right now we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to explore more of that amazing visitor center. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Brad. This is Parklandia. And today we're talking about Gettysburg National Military Park. Yes. So the movie and the Civil War Museum at the Visitor Center were both super informative and very illuminating, even though a lot of the content was hard to watch. Of course, this is very heartbreaking, somber stuff. 
Yeah. After the movie, the whole group, we moved into the Cyclorama, which is like this dark domed room that's part of an installation and a 4D art show, basically. Yeah, basically. I felt like we're on a field trip, just migrating these big groups. And then this was the culmination and was incredible. I had never done something like this before. I'd never heard of something like this. It was amazing. The room felt like one of those auditoriums at planetariums, you know, where you would go sit down and like look up at the domed ceiling where mm-hmm. you see stars and stuff. But instead of stars in this case, it's the cyclorama that's filled with war-torn Gettysburg. So it's somewhat graphic. It's um, not too bloody or grisly, but like it definitely paints a picture, literally. Yeah, it gets you really emotional. I mean, yeah, the whole very... room has a massive 377-foot painting on the ceilings, walls, and it was created by that French painter, um, Paul Filato. Yeah, Philippe? Uh, Filippato. I'm not sure if if we're saying that right, but yeah. Um, And it's also 42 feet high. It's huge, yeah. So it's this massive oil painting that took a year to make, quite an undertaking. And this painter, he based based his work on extensive studies of Gettysburg Battlefield and time spent here personally. And the painting serves as the backdrop for this immersive show with lights and sound effects that kind of recreates the battle and brings it to life. Yeah, it sounds a lot scarier than it is, but it's really not that dramatic, as you might think. No, it's not that bad. It's um, it's doable for kids. Like, it, it doesn't show people dying or anything, nothing like that, or anything too um, bloody. It's actually, I thought it was kind of beautiful and, and very impressive, to say the least. And it's really special to be able to witness this piece of history come to life almost in such a vivid way. And from such a unique vantage point like this. Yeah, the lighting was really great on bringing Ah. in the depths of battle and the depths of the field and even some like almost movement. It felt like it was like the people were moving, even though they were not. It was just the lighting was so on point. All around you and above you. It was insane. And it was just a huge, uh, huge success in making me feel all the feels. All of them. Um, Yeah. After the cyclorama, though, we made our way through the Gettysburg Museum of the American Civil War. Yeah, seriously. You could spend an entire day at this visitor center alone, and still, there'd be tons to do and see. It's so informative and enlightening. This museum was incredible. Really set a, like, high bar for visitor center museums. There's so much here. And so many rooms filled with one of the largest collections of Civil War items in the world. Yeah, I definitely believe that. I mean, the museum is 2,200 square feet. No, correction, 22,000 square feet. Um, And with all these interactive exhibits and short videos, basically anything you could possibly wonder about the Civil War is here, from cannons to closing to the women of the war and even to the civilians who died. Yeah, I know. There's a lot here. And obviously it goes well beyond Gettysburg, too. There's a ton of intel about the battlefield of Gettysburg, but really every aspect of the Civil War and the people involved are highlighted in their own ways. Yeah, it's the perfect place to stroll through before visiting the battlefield itself, really, because you just totally. get so much backstory. Um, and you it's do. not all there, which is crazy to think about. It's not all there, and mm-hmm. there's so much more, but it, there's so much there. Yes, this is the context that we needed and that I think all visitors need before you're heading out into the military park like itself because it just really prepares you and for, you know— and, like sets your emotions and like yeah, and it tells you about the strategies right. and why they chose what they chose and where they were at and how they created their defensive mm-hmm. lines. And like what exactly happened on the timeline of everything. There's just a lot, and this did a very good job of that. Battlefield. 
So from the visitor center, once you've made your way through all of this, there's an easy paved trail that winds through some woods to the heart of the battlefield and also to Gettysburg Cemetery. Yeah, this isn't kind of a park with like hiking trails, obviously. I mean, Mm -hmm. but there's so many scenic walks and iconic historic places. Yeah, exactly. So not so much hiking, but I was more than happy to travel back in time in this massive sprawling field that just and gawk at the sheer size of it and depth of it. It's all situated on a sloping hill, most of which is a big meadow, and it's lined with cannons and statues of generals and horses and other monuments. Yeah, tons of cannons. I mean, the park actually built a cannon shop to maintain and preserve more than 400 cannons in the field. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. And like I said, the monuments here, too, are really striking. There's even this huge spire-shaped building that looks like a mini Washington monument or something. And again, something that I did not know existed here. Even though I learned a lot about Civil War in Gettysburg in school, I wasn't really prepared for any of this. Yeah, and this was the perfect opportunity to get much closer look at the stuff that we had just learned about in the, the visitor center. I mean, mm-hmm. it was cool to be actually be able to hike through the cemetery ridge uh, where most of the fighting occurred on July 2nd and 3rd. Yeah, and also the Soldiers National Cemetery, too. That's there. And this is where Lincoln discovered, and this is where Lincoln delivered his famous address, which he actually wrote primarily on the train ride from D.C. to Gettysburg. And now this is where 3,500 soldiers killed in the battle are buried. Yeah, even though that speech is so famous, there's still so many things about it that we don't know. Um, Like the fact that Lincoln wasn't even really the main speaker at the uh, ceremony. Yeah, right. But he totally stole the show, obviously. And even more impressively, he did so in just 271 words. That's incredible. Powerful words for such a concise speech. Yeah, and spiritual. I mean, it was a very somber walk through this area uh, to see so many graves. Yeah, somber is definitely true. Eerily beautiful as well to be visiting one of the most important places in American history. So in 1863, this place was the bloodiest battlefield. And then today, fast forward to today, it's a place of complete serenity and quiet and reflection. It's really moving. And we should also talk about the amazing ranger programs that Gettysburg offers because this park does a great job with that as well. Yeah, so Gettysburg is just nonstop with the pleasant surprises. They really set the bar with Visitor Center, with Museum, with Movie, and now their ranger programs are just so much, so abundant and such a variety. And between the many, many rangers programs and the movie we saw and the cyclorama, it's just an incredibly impressive place with what they're accomplishing and offering to visitors. It's wonderful. Yeah, the programs rotate throughout the year, but some of the ones that they offer include automobile tours of the battlefield, history hikes of Pickett's Charge, cemetery tours, a tour of the Little Round Top battle site, and campfires at uh, Pritzker Woods. Mm, Yes, please. There's really just so much to do. You could probably spend weeks here and still not see the extent of it, especially since they're constantly rotating and adding more ranger programs. It keeps it fresh and dynamic and new things and elements of Gettysburg to discover on a near constant basis. Food. Now, and after all that time in Gettysburg, I feel like we needed to lighten up the mood a little bit and do something a little bit more fun and silly. So we decided to spend Easter in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Oh, my God. We really needed this, I think. Gettysburg is an absolute gem, and I would happily visit there over and over again. But it just felt weirdly poetic to spend such a candy-focused holiday in the candy capital of the country, I think. 
Yeah, and while like Gettysburg is actually a bucket list park for history lovers, Hershey is a bucket list place for people who have a sweet tooth, a.k.a. Matt. Yes, this is my mecca. I totally admit it. Even though I always tell myself and I tell others I don't really have a sweet tooth, the audacity of me to say that because it's so absurd, I can't deny the fact that I frequently catch myself eating like cupcakes for breakfast or pieces of cake for dinner, which I literally do. I told, I remember like, Recently, I was somewhere like on a road trip by myself, and I told you that like when I'm alone, I go to the grocery store or something to like have cake for dinner. Yeah, like, get a piece of cake from the bakery, like whatever. It's like so weird. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I remember when you told me about that um, and how much love you loved that. it. I mean, it's just it's it, my little thing. Yeah, it's your thing. Yeah, like it was my thing for a while. Like I would go to Whole Foods when I, this was like in Chicago, like when I had my own apartment before Brad and I met, I would go to Whole Foods because they had a great cake by the slice selection. And then I'd just go to my apartment and put on like a trashy DVD and it needed to be trashy to match my trashy dinner. Well, Hershey is perfect for you because you don't need to be ashamed of your sweet tooth here. It's actually encouraged that you eat and drink nothing but chocolate here. Basically it's the coolest thing to a real-life Wally Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. It it really is. And I guess that makes me Augustus Gloop because he's, of all the, like, bratty children in that movie, he's the one I relate to the most. I, I'm just going to admit it. I do. And if there was a river of chocolate here at Hershey, I'd totally dive in regardless of the consequences, regardless of if I get sucked into a pipe. I don't care. Yeah, there weren't a lot of Oompa Loompas here, but we did take a photo of someone dressed in a giant Reese's peanut butter cup costume. Yes. We did. I loved it, especially since we were like the only adults at Hershey World Factory without kids at all. We were we were not really like their their target demographic for Reese's people, but we totally embraced it and we had the best day. It was so like kitschy and and fun. Yeah, we did a tour ride through this cartoonish factory where all the candy is singing, and then mm-hmm. it went to like a forty movie too. Uh, I just remember all the smells. Yeah, and right. So between the Cyclorama at Gettysburg and this Hershey Theater, I, I feel like we. Definitely did a lot of 4D experiences in Pennsylvania this week, randomly enough. Yeah. So, the, though, the two topics obviously can be further apart, but still, a lot of 4D action. And what this one, the one at Hershey, is uh, like this silly little cartoon caper about some vindictive goon who's trying to, like, spill sour mix into their candy recipes or something, and then, like, the Hershey's Kiss person and the Hershey's bar guy or just like completely Yeah, it was totally rattled. made for kids. I mean, it was fun and silly. I mean, mm-hmm. we had a great time, but my favorite part was when we signed up to make our own candy bars. Yeah, that was really awesome. We put on these like unnecessary hairnets and then we got to customize our own chocolate bars with different coatings and whatever candy additions we wanted and then even design our own candy bar labels, which was a blast. I think mine was like a milk chocolate base butterscotch chips or something in the middle, and then, like, um, white chocolate frost or glaze or something over the top. It was so good. Yeah, Surprisingly we good. both did a great job. I think we'd make fantastic Oompa Loompa. I think we would, too. Yes. And we also need to talk about the Hotel Hershey, which is this stunning and shockingly amazing historic property up on the hill, like, above the factory and then the Hershey Amusement Park, like, overlooking it all. Yeah, this was like the biggest surprise of the whole day. We went here because we were looking for chocolate mm-hmm, martinis mm-hmm. and read online that there was a good cocktail lounge there, but we were not expecting what we got. Yeah, I had pretty low expectations. 
But chocolate martinis was like the thing that I wanted the most this day. I remember like when I arrived in the morning, I'm like, where are the chocolate martinis? And then like throughout the day, I just craved it more and more. And then it was obnoxious. We went here. Finally, we waited till the bar was open and then made our way up to Hotel Hershey, which has the most stunning architecture and artwork, like shockingly. It's like this old school Spanish style architecture with these huge rooms, gorgeous sailing murals, really lavish fountains, just an amazing property. Yeah, the place that we were looking for was called the Iberian Lounge. And it's this like vintage looking speakeasy inspired parlor with soft lighting, you know, this big, huge fireplace. And the food and drinks were just so good. Yeah, they were so good. They really lived up to the space because this room is absolutely gorgeous. I would just sit here and do nothing. It's like so lovely. I was blown away. I think we both were. Yes. And I, I thought a chocolate martini at Hershey would be syrupy and super sweet. Like, I thought they would use the, that gross... Literally thought it was going to be the Hershey grossest syrup. thing ever. Yeah. But this one was so well-balanced with just the right amount of creaminess and richness and, like, a hint of spice, maybe, like, cinnamon or something like that. I never I never ordered chocolate martinis or, or drinks like this. So I went in assuming it would be, like, trekly sweet. But this was amazing. Yeah, and I got that barrel-aged um, old-fashioned, which was actually, like, smoky and perfect, especially since we were drinking them on the lounge chairs by, right by the fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. Seriously, the whole thing, the atmosphere was just on point. And even the food was great. Remember that char- charcuterie board that we got? Yeah, the best charcuterie board I think I've ever had. Um, yeah, same. It's just huge and had, like, all these great meats, these cheeses, the giant soft pretzel with mustard, mm-hmm. olives, nuts, I think even grapes. Yeah, what a genius idea, by the way, to anchor your charcuterie board with this gigantic soft pretzel and then kind of, like, fill in the the pretzel holes with cured meats and cheeses and, like, marcona almonds and stuff. I had never seen that done before, but I thought it was really genius. And just a good bang for your buck because you get a ton of food. Yeah. And that, yeah, I think that's the charcuterie board that actually made us obsessed with charcuterie boards and cheese plates. Like, ever since then, whenever we're at a new place that offers it, we tend to order it. But also Hershey and Iberian Lounge set in a possibly high bar. So no place has been as good yet. No, definitely not. Mm-hmm. Now, while we could both easily gush about Hershey food all day long here, after this quick break, we're going to wrap up our Gettysburg episode with our favorite things about Gettysburg National Military Park. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger 
feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. My favorite. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Brad. This is Parklandia. And today we're talking about Gettysburg National Military Park. Yes. And so now that we've reached the part of the episode where we actually share our favorite parts of the park with each other and our three things that we'd recommend bringing, um, I would love to ask Matt mm. what he thought his mm-hmm. favorite part of Gettysburg National Military Park okay. was. Well, I'll, I'd love to tell you. My favorite part was... I think the movie portion um, before... The Cyclorama was amazing, too, but I loved that movie in the Visitor Center. It was the first real activity we did here, and it really set the tone for the day. Was that because of Morgan Freeman's voice? A lot of it was, to be honest, yeah. He really made that movie. He knows how to set a mood. I know, he really does. And I think that's the background and the, the content we needed. The perfect experience to do first and foremost when you're at Gettysburg. And it really just sucks you in. Like, you're in this beautiful, comfy theater for 20 minutes, and they load load you up with information without beating you over the head with it, or it's, it doesn't feel like overkill. It feels appropriate. And I think after this movie, we were just like gung-ho to explore the rest of the museum and the cyclorama and then hit the military park. So yeah, it really reawakens right. your like thirst for knowledge. It Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, because it did feel like we're somewhat on a field trip, but in a very fun, fresh way that makes you want to engage and not like speed through the day or anything. It really like pumps you up and gets you in the zone. So that movie was just perfect. It really was. Mm -hmm. So what was your favorite thing about Gettysburg? My favorite part about Gettysburg was actually like reaching uh, the place where Abraham Lincoln gave his address. Yeah. Um, I remember like pulling out my phone and kind of just reading it out loud. Oh. It, you know, all 271 words. It's so, mm-hmm. so long. But I just sat there and, uh, and then I remember actually we sat at, down at the bench and we just watched people walk by. We did some people watching and, um, it was just one of those, uh, spiritual moments where you just realize the, the significance of mm-hmm. not only that battle, but what Abraham Lincoln said. Yeah, very well said. I like that a lot. So what three things would you recommend bringing to Gettysburg? Oh, now that's 
tough. Mm-hmm. You don't need to bring a lot because they have everything. They do, you're right. Um, like, you just need to bring your mind ready f- to be shattered with <laughs> so much knowledge because your brain's just going to get so big it's going to explode. Yeah. No, um, there's just really, you know, you have to bring a really good energy here. I mean, be ready to learn, to listen. Um, so my thing isn't actually an item for that first one. It's just it's a mindset. first for knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's a mindset, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing I would bring would probably bring uh, a selfie stick so you can get a better selfie with Abraham Lincoln outside yeah. of the museum. Good call. Yes. And uh, your national passport. Uh, Duh. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's a given. Um, for me, I would say bring some sort of um, patriotic attire because this feels to me in a lot of ways like the most patriotic park we've been to. Just from... Uh, how historical and meaningful this was for American history. So bring something red, white, and blue, I guess. I don't know if I have that. I don't have, like, an American flag shirt or anything, but I could bring... I have, like, red shorts. I could bring, like, a blue shirt. You have your blue uh, shorts with the white stars on them. I do. I could... Oh, absolutely, yes. You're actually wearing The ones that I'm wearing right now? (laughs) Yeah, right. So I could... Even though they kind of look like a bathing suit, that's my biggest fear with these shorts. I'm afraid someone's going to think it's a bathing suit. But... I could wear these and then um, put on a red shirt and my red glasses. There we go. Boom. And then I'll be perfectly red, white, and blue. Theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would do that. I would also bring money of some sort because the bookstore at the visitor center is oh, on point. Unsurprisingly incredible. It's huge and there's a ton here, a ton of books, but then like a bunch of everything else too paraphernalia and Gettysburg souvenirs and whatnot. And they're legit. Like these are the type of things that. We would stock up on if we had space in our RV. And if we were still living in Chicago, we would probably buy a bunch of items here because we would actually have the space for it. But I was very impressed with that store, as with everything else in that visitor center. Yes. And then the third thing I would bring, I guess, would just be like similar to a mindset thing, like a sense of calm and patience and thirst for knowledge because it is crowded. So you're going to have to contend with foot traffic and car traffic potentially. And, um, lack of parking spaces, maybe. So you're going to need to come with that kind of mind adjustment, knowing full well the possibilities of that. And then when you're in these places, when especially when you're in the cemeteries, like it's somber, it's quiet, and it need, it should be. So go in with um, a, that tempered, you know, a expectation. Respectful, a respectful, respectful attitude. Right, yeah. Good. That's a good third thing to bring. And I think we could also transition now into talking about what our dream trip to Gettysburg would look like if we were to return or when we return and kind of go all out. Well, obviously, I mean, (laughs) even though it's a bit of a drive, it'd actually be great to stay at Hotel Hershey so we could be closer Mm. to those chocolate martinis and and that charcuterie. Um, And it's just the, you know, so historic and beautiful. And, you know, even though we didn't go in the rooms, I can guarantee you those are going to be incredible. I assume so, yeah. And I agree with you on that a thousand percent. I want more of those chocolate martinis on a regular basis. And proximity to those in that Iberian Lounge is important. That should bear priority upon returning here. And then I think we should do more of the ranger programs and tours at Gettysburg. It would be really great to learn even more about this place directly from the rangers who oh, are working there because they, they know that history and that knowledge and they continue to pass that on. Right. And especially since I feel like we've really 
just scratch the surface of the depth that Gettysburg offers. Like there are other parts of the park that I want to visit and I think would be really great and provide knowledge from a different perspective. Like the David Wills House, which is a newer portion of the park. This was added in 2009. That's the home of Gettysburg attorney David Wills, who is kind of in charge of like the massive cleanup process after the battle. And I can only imagine how hellish that was. And it's also where Lincoln stopped to finish up his speech before his famous address. So a lot of significance there in that house. Yeah, the house has a museum that's more focused on Lincoln and the Gettysburg Address. And considering how huge and important these aspects are, they definitely deserve a museum all of their own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so for sure. And in other presidential news, there's also the Eisenhower National Historic Site nearby, which is the home and farm of President Eisenhower right next to the battlefield, in fact. Yet another fact I had zero idea about. I didn't know that Eisenhower had any roots here whatsoever. Yeah, seriously, even after spending the day there and exploring, we are still learning so much about Gettysburg. It's just one of those places with endless discovery. And while one day Mm -hmm. was sufficient to scratch the surface, I could literally see being here for a week and continually learning. Learning more and more every day. It's endless discovery and endless inspiration, truly. We loved it. Yes, and we plan on going back. What a journey we've been on for season one of Parklandia. We've had such a great time meeting all of you and engaging on social media. The entire first season is available to binge if you happen to be on a long road trip, for those dreaded rides to work and back, or just for that quick escape on the weekends. We've got much more in store for season two, which will be coming your way this winter. Until then, keep in touch with us on social media, share the Parklandia love with your friends and family. Well, that's it for the first season of Parklandia. As always, thank you for listening. You've been listening to Parklandia, a show about national parks. Parklandia is a production of iHeartRadio created by Matt Kerouac, Brad Kerouac, and Christopher Hesiotis. Produced and edited by Mike Johns. Our executive producer is Christopher Hesiotis. A special thank you to Gabrielle Collins, Krista Waters, and the rest of the Parklandia team. And hey, listeners, if you're enjoying the show, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other people like you find our show. You can keep up with us on social media, check out our photos on our Instagram at Parklandia Pod, and join in on the conversation in our Facebook group, Parklandia Rangers. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And as always, thank you for listening. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. 
Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to reu hotels and resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com.